You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Americans After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Americans After Show. I like the dance. Yeah. Nice intro. Going for it. We Sorry. should learn an 80s dance. We should. It's 80s and Russian. Bing is for doing. And we are here doing another episode of The Americans here at AfterBuzz TV for you. This is episode four called In Control from season one. This show just keeps getting better. Should we yes. say who we are? Who are yes. you? I am Lauren Leonelli. Who are you? I am Jennifer Golden. Who are you? I'm Joe Braswell. I literally just came in here. I don't know these people. I'm Ralph Cornett, an editor at IGN Entertainment. Well, we're glad to have the band back together. We kind of started us three, Jed and Roth and I. Right. And we have our lovely, lovely addition here, Joe. And now we're all together. Yeah. This you is three, where it stops getting polite. Us th- three, and now we're all together. Real. That's right. Starts getting real. <laughs> when someone's missing, it's like, what are you doing, spying or something? Well, right. that's what Roth was doing. I mean... It's fine. She can't talk about <laughs> I it. I was back in Mother Russia. That's what we figured. Okay. Um, the, but as I was saying, this show just keeps getting better. It does. It does. Yep. Isn't it amazing? I, you guys love it. I wasn't with you the last couple of weeks, so I'm so excited. Did you escalate? Did you love it more and more each time? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, last week we talk, talked a lot about the the dynamic of it being a really good sort of relationship drama on one hand and a really good spy thriller mm-hmm. action. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate both, and it's well acted, well directed. The spy stuff is amazing. I yeah. love it. It's really amazing. You know, we've talked about it over and over again, but seeing people spy in the 80s using 80s devices, codes and dead drops and, you know... Transmitters. And those, yeah. those special and, potions to, like, figure yeah. out what the code really said, dip the paper Ads in. Ads in the classifieds, yeah. all that stuff is oh amazing. Yeah. Isn't that so fun? It's cool. And then to see this whole this whole very complex relationship drama play out between Elizabeth and uh, Philip is also remarkable. Oh, yeah. So the show is really, really complex and really well done. I love it. Yeah, I think one of, the, one of the things that we were saying, too, in the first episode that I think is more and more true is that it's allowed to be really fun. It's allowed to be a spy drama about real-life events, but they're allowed to be really fun, even this one, because it's with hindsight. Right. You know, we know yes. that Reagan was okay. We know, you know, well, not everybody, Brady wasn't okay. He right. was paralyzed. But Reagan was okay, and we know that the Cold War ended and things like that. Right. So let's. you wanted to set us up with some historical context about... Attempted assassination on Reagan. Well, no, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, we were just talking about just sort of what happened because as we were going through the episode, I think all of us were like, "Well, wait, what and how and what?" You know, even I, who am probably the oldest one here, you I don't was, know. I'll we ever that. tell that. I'll say yes because <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not. I just, why would we ever admit that? If I we just <laughs> turned twenty-one, so I'm assuming oh, that yeah. you're. <laughs> I'm 16. Well, okay, well I'm 30. No, <laughs> I wish I was. I was a, so I was 10 when this happened. So, yeah, that makes me old. So I was 10 when this happened. I don't remember specifically. Yeah, that's it. That's me. <laughs> but you know older than me? 
Jay-Z, LL Cool J. That's right. Will Smith. That's right. <laughs> They're all two years older than me. So see. So we're all cool. We're all in the same sentence. That's no, right. Okay. So anyway, no, so, I, so, back, so back then, I, the, the thing was that Reagan got shot, and it was, it was chaos for a moment because Reagan was shot. With him was um, the next, the, well, the next in line is George Bush Sr. Right. Who was on a plane. In, on a plane in the air. Mm-hmm. And the next in line after that would be the uh, Speaker of the House, mm-hmm. who was shot mm-hmm. at the time. So the next in line, presumably, would be the... Um, the secretary of uh, sec- wait, I'm sorry, the um, uh, secretary of state. Secretary of state. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who state basically of- said, "I'm in charge." Who said? Who who grabbed the mic and said, "I'm in charge. I'm running this bitch." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what he said, which freaked everyone out. Uh, Alexander and then he Haig. said, and then he said, "Word." After he said, "Word." <laughs> and is, is, isn't he? He's well, he was ex-military, right? He's a yeah, I believe he was. And then he, but I think the other thing too is that this was only 64 days into Reagan's presidency, right? And it, we were like, the U.S. was just coming out pretty. I mean, pretty recently from the Iran Contra, mm-hmm. and I think that and the hostage crisis, right? And everyone was really on edge, and it's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Really, it's in the middle of the of the Cold War. It's a very heightened situation. Right. And I think that what Nina said that was so cool and so true, and of course they hearken back to the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand, this one little thing that sets off a war war. Right. right. Any little mistake and that's it. And that's yeah. what he gets. And she and, and, she, and what's so cool, yeah. they bring the relationship drama in because he gets it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't she get doesn't. it. She doesn't. She's just ready to pounce on anything. Yeah. Like I think that her laser beam focus is sometimes a fault. Like mm-hmm. she's very highly trained and she's really like eyes on the prize. Like like we talked about before, she basically had kids to make this plan to you know to bring it all to fruition. I think that there comes a point in time though when her. Uh, level of focus becomes irrational almost. And, and in right. this situation, that's what happened. Yeah. I, what's interesting is the flashbacks to her mom and everything about her saying, you know, don't rely on anyone else. Mm-hmm. You can only rely on yourself. The interesting thing is she doesn't rely on other people. She relies on a country of people. And right. people that she really can't trust because everybody's a spy and lies and has fake names and this Claudia woman. And like, you know, there's so many lies that she actually is trusting that it's interesting because that's, that's her Achilles heel. Exactly. Is trusting the wrong people when right. she should be trusting um, her husband, Philip. She's right. learning. She's learning slowly. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that she's she's driven by her ideology. I mean, she's entirely devoted to it. And I think what's cool about that contrast is you have this person on, on the one side that you hope are going to be the people in these positions that his ultimate goal is like, let's not have war if we right. can avoid it. Why do you want everyone to die for no good reason. Which was a great, sorry yeah. to interject, but no, that was great that he said that mm-hmm. because yeah. she's just all about like, let's do this. Come on, let's get the gun. Let's go. We're, we're setting up for Operation Christopher. Bam, bam, bam. And he's like, hold well, on Well, she's here. about the job. I mean, she's a, yeah. She, yeah. She's a soldier. So she's and about, I have my orders. This is what it is. She's not really, big, right. He looks at the big picture. She's like, like I said, the laser beam focus, it's becoming like a negative fault of almost, you know? I mean, she's yeah. like a highly trained you know, spy, which is great, but he's looking at the big picture like, look, we've got children. 
We right. are in America. Like, let's try and prevent but this. But he's looking at the big, big picture. I mean, he's looking at, he gets the fact that if she, that they they don't have everything under control. Well, that too, that, yeah. That, that it's going to be so easy, because the technology really isn't there yeah. the way it is now, it's going to be so easy to misinterpret these events mm-hmm. and yeah. land them in the middle of World War well, III. Right. Another thing there, you know, talking about, there's a change that's happening, too, in terms of what the, the way they're spying. I mean, mm-hmm. this is what we're seeing. Like, a colleague of mine, Andy Greenwald, was, was saying, was talking about this before. Like, you know, before the spying was all about, you know, from the 60s and 40s, it was all about, like, real espionage type things. And, like, you see a little bit of that when, when they uh, kidnap the maid, when it's like, we have this yeah. poison, yeah. we've injected it into you, da, 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 da. All that stuff, really, all they had to do was hold a pillow over the dude's head the whole time the whole time but they had this eloquent plan of how to do it and then I think they're sort of seeing that the way you spy and the way things are sort of changing and I'll say all that to say that you know Philip is starting to realize that and Elizabeth isn't. Elizabeth's like, we have our orders. We have it. Get the guns. We're doing mm-hmm. the thing. This is what it is. And he's like, well, maybe there's some nuanced way to go about this here. There's, a, little, gray there's a lot of gray. There's right. A lot of our gray. job is to sort of evaluate on the ground and not just be soldiers. Right. You know. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. What is? I don't know what we that were, bell we meant. We were like on the same page. I think that's what that, that was. That was what that meant. So, yeah. So going back to what you guys were saying <laughs> about how, you know, the uh, no, uh, Speaker of the House, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He was yeah. saying that. Hague. Secretary Secretary of State. Secretary of Right. How he was saying, I'm in control. Mm-hmm. You know, right. on the flip side to that, it's like, good, somebody is. Thank God. Because everybody else is not here. Well, in we're also speaking about this and, and back to the historical recap, which right. you can elaborate on more, is that that's sort of what the cha- the chain of command sort of happens when something like this goes on. Um, this person's in charge, but if this person's not there, this person's right. in charge. Almost just so that there's not a uh, moment of nobody in charge because like uh, in a in a place like Russia where something like that would happen it would just pe- people would take over like a general for right. example well they, they talked about this you know they, 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 made, they made reference to it twice in the episode they talked yeah. about Stalin when they talked about when uh, when Elizabeth was a little girl mm-hmm. and uh, when Stalin passed and you know things were uncertain there but Philip made res- reference to it too saying like when our leaders died our last two leaders died no one said anything for like two weeks and, the, yeah, they're right. <laughs> like, no, and so uh, behind the scenes generals are making plays people are making plays those power plays. Other being countries made. still do that to this day. Exactly, but, sure. it, but it's not like that here. Yeah. But but the Russians don't know that. But, but that's the thing is that the, there is a reason that, and I think that's what Nina was there to elaborate on too. There is yeah. a reason that they think that this would mean a coup. If the Secretary of State is coming in and saying I'm in control, there is a reason that they would interpret that to mean okay, we're in a coup. Right. I thought it was interesting that they had this whole Operation Christopher in place. Right. But also, just really to be fair to Elizabeth for a second, yeah, yeah, I mean. There is something to be said for the man on the wall. You know what I mean? There is something to be yeah. said for that person. I mean, there is something to be said for that person that doesn't hesitate. Now, yeah. Yeah. we're looking at it like we're Americans. That's the enemy, right? But yeah. she's still, if it was the opposite situation and she was fighting for us, she's still, there's something to be said for that person that doesn't hesitate. Yeah. Right. However, shooting this poor cop in the head. <gasps> yeah. That was crazy. We actually have a caller. Oh, oh, do we? Do yeah. We? Okay. Uh, someone's going to correct our history right now. Have you got? I don't think so. I think we were pretty <laughs> on point about the history, yeah. y'all. Okay. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome to After Buzz TV. Who are we talking to? Hello. Hello. Nobody's there. Martin. No, nobody home. Hello. Caller, this is the part where you talk. <laughs> okay, goodbye. 
Bye-bye. Oh, I'm no. I'm sorry. Try, to, try us again, though. We're trying at us. <sighs> yeah, try us again if that was like some sort of misconnection. But yeah, oh my gosh. I want to. Are we, is somebody saying something that's wrong yeah. here? I don't think so. Maybe it's not know. a correction. Why, are, why uh, are we assuming that? No, no, I, no, no that was <laughs> just me. making was just a joke. That, no. um, in any event, I I think that for Elizabeth, there there she isn't all bad, and I think that one of the things that she said that struck me was, "Don't you remember when it was about something more than just being?" I think that the thing I like about her that keeps getting repeated is that one of the problems she has is the acquisitiveness right. that she yeah. sees in the U.S. and I, that's true. Well, you I, know that you can't really argue that that's a reality, right? And also in her, def- in, in, her in her defense, further proof that I'm a Russian spy. <laughs> <laughs> that's where she She clearly relates a lot to them. So <laughs> I don't. I'm just saying. I, I think that we can't make her entirely the bad guy. No, well, no, 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 I don't no. think so. Well, I don't think so. Even although when she killed that guy, I felt a little differently about it. Well, her. hold on. But but at the same time, I sort of to interject. She's there and she's like, oh, officer, playing the like yeah. you know hel- helpless woman. I feel like because we're watching the story through their eyes, in those moments, you're like, oh, shoot, how are you? I don't want her to die, and I don't yeah. want Philip to die. So I'm like, yeah. how's she going to get out of it? When she shot the security guard, I was like, oh, snap, that was Cray. She yeah. just shot him in the head. At the wow. same time, I'm not like he was a thinking sweet guy she's bad. Too. I wasn't thinking, I mean, right. shoot, she. I don't want her to die. Yeah. Well, you God know? forbid we we, we, we uh, think of the Russian spies trying to take down America as bad guys. But, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we have because hindsight. We have forbid. hindsight. Right. No, but sure. I mean, I, I think that that's fair. Of course we do because we're Americans and we were very much raised that way. Right. I mean, we were indoctrinated that way, but so were they. Yeah. But by the way, they the were opposite. also they were also sitting in a van with a sniper rifle. Yeah. yeah. So they killed the Dude. one guy, that, right? They, they killed the one guy that was in their way. To do nothing. Right. Well, to prevent them from getting caught. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, they weren't going to do anything. And if they did, that would have been maybe a war that started. So, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, I, well, I mean, I'm with it's you. It's a life that didn't necessarily need to be. Well, yeah. Shot. Oh, of course not. But I, I wasn't, to, to finish what I was saying, I wasn't like, oh, well, they're the Russian spies, so I hope the cops come and get them. Right. You're, you're emotionally attached to these people. Right. And you couldn't be unless they had that B storyline going the sure. whole time of their relationship, which is why it's there. Absolutely. So that's right. why I'm like, no, no, don't. Oh, oh gosh, you got to get out of this somehow, even though they're they're the Russians. Right. I kind of still want them to not be so violent. Like yeah. I get that you're yeah. a spy. Let's just be like <laughs> intel spies. Let's do. not be killer spies. Gotta it do what you it gotta does do. make right. it. I think it's a cool thing because it's a very real thing, and I'm sure it was a very real part of that reality, and yeah. it still is to this day on both sides. And it's one of those things where you're you are connecting with this person, and now it's more difficult to, which I think is a cool thing. Yeah. Well, we talked about, I talked about last week about the storytelling here. Like, we talked about maybe this is the, the new way to tell stories, which as opposed to you're, you're following them as protagonists, but it's really not about the good guys or the bad guys. We're following the FBI, we're following the Russians, but it's really just, we're telling this one big long story, and these are the, this is what's happening along right. the line. So mm-hmm. there's no really good guys or bad guys. We're kind of just watching decide. this yeah, real time. And so the, there's that. Also, I think that, you know, um, in, again, in Elizabeth's defense, you know, if we're, if we're defending her, like she's not really doing anything wrong. She's doing her job. She's yeah. really, really, really good at being a spy. Exactly. She's a great spy. Like she can kick ass, she can she takes orders, she knows what she's doing. And frankly, Philip is really good at being a spy. Yeah, they just, he is. they just do it different. They just do totally it different, different, different approaches. So neither of them are wrong, and that's probably why they work well together. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. Keeping what? it real though, we love Philip. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. We do. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, 
I in love all him. reality, yeah. we still love Philip. I so. would assume, though, that to be a good spy, you should probably be an all-around good spy, not yeah. just be excellent at making rash decisions well, or, like, never, going into, right. like, right. action really quickly. But I think you never know. They could have been purposely put together as a team for right. that right. exact reason. Right. right. Or they could just work on their own. Yeah. So. And they do sometimes work on their own, which right. we saw in this episode as well. But, but right. think of it, again, pretend that Philip and Elizabeth were American spies in a different country. Pretend that for a second mm-hmm. and think about the guy. Which one of them would you think is the loose cannon when the guy is thinking of betraying his country and that's us? Right. Which one of us is the, which one of them is the, the loose cannon? Well, and well, then because it's just perspective switch yeah. in exactly. that situation. They just happen to be. Well, that's why the show's so good. Cannon. That's why the, that's why the show is so good because it it, make, it puts us in like if these if this show were about two uh, a sleeper cell that were two Al Qaeda sleeper cells, we wouldn't be as sympathetic. We couldn't. We, we, we couldn't. Know, watch. We watch. I don't think we could watch air. it. Yeah. But if it's about too you know too soon. Too, yeah, too, well, soon. too now. Well, right. Exactly. But wait though. But that's kind of why Homeland works because you've got this guy that we compare the show to all the time that you don't know. I mean, you watch him flip-flop like between being emotionally Brody. attached to, to right. yes, being emotionally attached to America and because he's from America sure. and he was a SEAL and whatever. And then, you know, his whatever happened to him when he was captured. A lot. And you watch him sort of flip-flop, you wouldn't be able if you knew he was just one thing, you wouldn't be you wouldn't care as much. So, I think that's why it works. To, to have them flip-flopping here in this show because yeah. you're like... It, but, but yes, but I think that the, the conceit that works about Homeland is, again, that Brody was a Marine, was tortured Marine, for several yeah. years. Uh-huh. We have There are things that are inherently going to make us sympathetic towards Brody where I think it would be more difficult, you know, if we didn't have that kind of entryway right. into to, into his perspective, right? Um, and to be sympathetic towards him, like this. This again, we have the distance of time, mm-hmm. you know, that allows and us. hindsight, like you mentioned, yeah. time, hindsight, and she's hot, he's hot. It's they're, the 80s. they're really charming. Boom. It's the eighties. It's and it's fun. I mean, yeah. there's there's something. Mm-hmm. They're disguises. Not, I'm sorry. Their disguises are fun. <laughs> they yeah. every time we're whack, like, who are terrible. these new characters? <laughs> she uh, <laughs> A trench coat and an awful wig. Yeah. It has like a little Mr. and Mrs. Smith thing going yeah. on totally. in that way, where it's just right. really it's 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 more lighthearted in that way than yeah. than Homeland, where you're she's like, not, she's oh, not fooling anyone in that way. Homeland, no, you. she's not. Homeland, <laughs> yeah, Homeland. We don't have the hindsight, like we don't know this is all right. kind yeah. of currently happening, so we don't know what's next. This we know the end game, right. we know. So we're like, okay, we can let loose and have right. fun. It helps that it's in the '80s because the costumes and the music and the cars and and we're kind of laughing about like, oh, geez, they better get on their iPhone. They better check the internet. And see right. what's going on which now, is, like which isn't available, right? It's really interesting to see the, these different ways. You know, I'm really interested in the way that people are telling stories nowadays. I keep going back to that, but you know, this device of using having hindsight and using we know, like you know, a real life event. We know what happened with Reagan. We know that mm-hmm. this yeah. is only one day, but it really brought us back to that day because in that you know 12 hours, we know no one knew what the hell was going on, and, right. and really, it was really a short amount of time where. You know, he, president shot. Uh, this person's dead. Bush is in the air. He's like, I'm in control. You're in control. Like it was such a mm-hmm. panic Chaos, moment. Right. And so we felt that through there. But the story of talking about being able to have history in any rearview mirror. People, yeah, it, people criticize it with the newsroom. Sure. Like, you know, I know the show people criticize it because it was you know they're using it a year ago and you're kind of able to rewrite history in the way people kind of didn't like that. But and here you're, you're able to say this is what should have happened. This is what should have happened. Yeah, yeah. But this is a really great way to tell a story. I just, yeah, and it, I, think, I think it's I think like it's, what I think what's cool about this episode too is like. Like, this is what could have happened right. that day if things had gone just a little bit 
it yes. in a to matter the left, of exactly. hours. Yeah, exactly. In a matter, in a matter of, of hours. hours. Because like, there were absolutely spies doing what they were doing oh, back then. Sure. Oh, yeah. sure. We know there were. Right. For I would sure. love to know who was the one to be like, no, probably not. Yeah. Let's yeah. not tell them that one. Well, I mean, I, well, we don't know that this exact situation would have happened, but I thought it was cool with the whole Operation Christopher thing is like suddenly it could have been like Red Dawn up in this business right. and like a I full know. on hostile takeover. I don't think, to be honest, I just don't think that it would have escalated to nuclear war like that if that had happened. And the I don't truth know. is, like, I don't know either. There would be no uprising inside. I remember the 80s. inside the United States. I remember the 80s. I remember being terrified of nuclear war every day. I remember yeah. being literally like the the day after that movie. The, the, there was a movie called The Day After that came on. I was literally ter- scared of nuclear war all the time. So well, Reagan. I, don't know. I mean, Reagan was scared of. I mean, I've read different different accounts of of Reagan, but you know how she's like Reagan's so crazy. Like, mm-hmm. do you hear the things that they say about us? Blah blah blah. Blah, blah, blah. What's so cool about that is that I've read that he was doing that. He was terrified of nuclear war. And yeah. so his plan was like what he wanted to do was make the other side think that he was more insane than them. Right. And that at any given minute, he, he would could. hit that button mm-hmm. because he felt like if they thought he was insane and out of control, it would keep them in check right. and help to resolve the Cold War faster. And so I think it's really interesting because her perspective. That tactic. Yeah, because I mean, I've read that. that. I, I don't I don't know if that's you know I've read that you know, what am I do and and so what's really interesting is from her perspective she's like this guy is insane because he did sound insane like if you go back and you read some of the stuff you're like he's gonna go to war any second you know right, right. but he said that was just his tact like they they are now saying and who knows if this is revisionist history or whatever that that was his tactic because he was terrified of nuclear war and wanted to I would say his temperament seemed a little bit more terrorist I mean not terrorist uh, terrified sorry not terrorist at all right oh boy edit that one out um he seemed a little bit more terrified than I have no I mean this isn't to say that Reagan was a good or bad president I just think that if that was the tactic it's it worked you know well I I just think that like when both sides you know I guess we'll get into this second right now but you know both sides were very very nervous about the the notion that we're one step away from having missiles flying you know and I think that if if in fact they were scared enough to have spies over here so if in fact it turned out we had some folks over there too the reality is the reality was at that time if it if it did in fact, turned out that it wasn't John Hinckley who was in love with Jodie Foster and it right. wasn't a KGB agent. That well, yeah, elaborate on that a little because that crazy you know, John Hinckley. You, yeah, yeah, a lot what of people a bizarre don't know. Story. I know, right? I think that's so weird. And I always felt like, God, did Jodie Foster feel bad about that? I just want to yeah. ask Martin: Did we get uh, that caller back or no? Are we? Um, no. And why don't you do me a favor and turn you? the air on for me, sweetheart? Yeah. It's a little hot. Yeah, I know. I, I'm on it. Why, why don't you tweet at us? Too, yeah, I want to know what that was. Like, well, whatever. C- In any event, it what was a spy it? trying to get a message across. Probably. I oh hope my so. god. Maybe that was our one. Oh, maybe we should leave the building. But can we? Um, <laughs> well, yeah. So, elaborate on the the Jodie Foster. Well, it, it, it turned out, you know, it turned out that the guy who did uh, assass- try to make the assassination attempt on Reagan was this crazy guy named John Hinckley, mm-hmm. and the reason why he did it was he was trying to impress the person who he is in love with and stalking, actually, with Jodie Foster. And it's because he watched Taxi Driver. He watched Taxi Driver, yes. which yes. Jodie Foster is in when she was very young. I think he watched it like fifteen times yeah. in the theater. Or something yeah. like that in the first month that it was, it was out. Super Scary. creepy because she was young. Yeah. She, yes, was, she, she was, was playing. Young. She was yeah. playing a very a child prostitute. Yeah. And the thing is, mm. is that in Taxi Driver, Robert De Niro's character, Travis 
Travis Travis Bickle Bickle was trying to assassinate a man who was running for president. Uh Um, And so this was his attempt. Civil Shepherd's office. Yeah, so this was his attempt to get her attention by somehow reenacting the taxi driver. That totally makes sense because if a guy ever did that for me, I'd be like, and let's get married. Right. Right, obviously. As you do. Yeah, and and I'll visit you in jail. Totally he's committed. Totally fine. He's into you. There's no doubt that he's not into you. Yeah, no doubt. And may not <laughs> off you at any given time. I, I mean, you know, he'll get it done. He'll get you that Caesar dressing if the waiter didn't bring it. He'll make sure it happens. <laughs> and if somebody if somebody even looks twice at you, yeah, right, over. Love it. So hot. So, so hot right now. So, but but if it was, <laughs> if it did, if it wasn't John Hinckley, and if it was a KGB agent, then it would be a complete act of right. war. And then if 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 they got out that the KGB, the Russia assassinated our president, missiles would be flying. Oh, it'd be done. Which, by the way, In that's what I was saying. Missiles would be flying. Right. That's what I was saying when they killed the security guard. I was like, and no one's going to be like, who killed the security guard outside right. of this man's house? Right. I don't think they're going to jump to Russian spies, though. No. I don't. I really don't. Well, they also well, got rid of him. So. Especially yeah, since that's true. They got rid of the. They bottom. got rid of him, yeah. but especially since they alluded to a lot of burglary and crime happening yeah, yeah, in that area, good. it would have just probably yeah. been handed off to, to that. You know? And, and um, right. you know, Ooh, Philip actually so made, a, Philip made a, a reference that he said something to the effect of, you know, we, we may have started, we may have committed our first act of war here. Mm-hmm. We fired the first shot. Yeah, you know, exactly. So. He and I thought the same, so. I think so. I know. I love me some Philip. Um, yeah. He's I the do. voice of reason. What? Let's, let's talk about yeah. the relationship now I that we're talking gonna about say that. Let's bring up, you know, Philip and Elizabeth, and clearly we've been battling with this uh, from the beginning, thinking, you know, I've always been on the side of Elizabeth just does not really care about him, and she's not into him at all. And he, you know, we saw from that very first scene where they they came to the hotel from Russia, and he kind of like with love. Put, put a move on her, and she was like, whoa, hey. Yeah. Yeah, well, I felt like cool. ever since then... Yeah, you know, uh, he he's been more into her than she was into him, except until the last like two and episodes. Who, who argued with you that first time on that? Well, I she, thought she was feeling it. She, I don't think she was until I, recently. She right. totally was. I agree. I agree. No, you're I, all I wrong. You're, I swear you're all wrong because <laughs> it's only she, when somebody kills for her is when she looks twice but at you. It's true. Right. I'm serious. She would if Joe. Okay, so if Philip killed Reagan for her. Like how Hinckley was going to kill Reagan for Jodie Foster. I, well, no, I different think, story. I think, we're ta- I think we're talking about something else. But I do. Mm. I honestly think because if you remember, they made a big point out of Elizabeth saying on that tape, "Can you act a little, a little bit bar- stronger? Yeah. Can yeah. you be a little bit stronger?" She. The problem that she had with the American citizens was that she felt they were weak. This yes. is a very tough woman. She is an alpha female yeah. by a lot. Yeah. And a woman like that needs an extremely alpha male. And it wasn't till that moment so that he straight out took him out mm-hmm. because of what he had done to her he took care of it she wanted him after that Tim- she Tim- felt Tim- it Shev or whatever his name yeah. was yeah captain I, you know i um I, this is my this yeah. is what i know it could have been and they know. ended up they ended up hooking up in the car after that yeah so one could argue your stance which is a valid point i'm just saying on the flip side another valid side of the argument is that she at that point could have just been having sex with him in the car to keep him from defecting at that point because i still felt um, 
watching her just as an actress and making subtle choices in her eyes and things that she was doing, I wasn't reading that, like, more vulnerable, um, I'm kind of feeling a little bit more attached to you or I'm liking you more. Now we're starting to see in the last two episodes different looks in her eyes. Her touching his hand. Her She's making the first move and in a she's different girlier. way. Like yeah. when you see her softer. with him, she's a little bit like... Mm. She's definitely I think softer. the actress is doe-eyed a little. So I think at first it could have been a tactic possibly and since they also would refer to women being able to use their sexuality to get things as opposed to the men being able to use their strength and their sexuality he has some sex too with the ladies trying to work them over for sure but I mean the you know woman can I think has a little more power sexually and less physically men say it's always up to the woman so I think that they're encouraged to use that and I think uh, my argument is that in that instance in the beginning she would use her sex to to maybe help him from not defecting at that point. Now, I think it's a different story. I do think right. I, I agree with that because you see her now like getting a little bit more physical with him and then like that scene where they went to the hotel, it was a struggle for her to like let down her guard and mm-hmm. actually like give in to doing it for fun. Be, right, for fun because it wasn't for answers or intelligence mm-hmm. or job kind of thing and yeah, I she mean, looked uncomfortable but like or maybe scared even because it was about her heart versus like a goal. Yeah, I think that must be really hard. Like she's been sexual, she's been raped. Yeah, she has been. She's had. She's essentially, in one way or another, been kind of a prostitute. You know, in the sense that she's had to use her sexuality for a goal. I think that for that person, especially as tough as she is, it's probably really hard to be vulnerable and actually be intimate. I wonder. We've seen a lot. Although we met her boyfriend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. her boyfriend Derek Luke. We've seen to be sort of peeling back the layers of Elizabeth more and more, like through flashbacks and everything else. We're seeing. I feel like we're going to know more more about why she is the way she is. And I wonder if we'll get some of that of Philip as well. Hope so. We haven't really, so. really had many Philip flashbacks. No. Philip, yeah. Philip yeah. I think why they're, I think, and you're absolutely right, I think why they're choosing to do that with uh, Carrie Russell's character is because she was so closed off and cold. And, and Philip was much more of an open book. I mean, right. from the beginning, I thought I could tell, okay, he he kind of likes her. He's sort of assimilating to the American culture. Sure. He um, loves his kids. He loves his kids. He kind of likes America. He likes to play sports. He was a lot more of an open book, and she wasn't. So I think maybe they need to let you in uh, to her emotionally, because, and that's through flashbacks and things like that, because she's not going to just open up right away as we can see it's hard for her to do that yeah. um, but I think eventually yeah we'll, there's got to be some stuff that well, Philip went yeah. through too and we're seeing you know what we're seeing with Philip is you know back to you know the, how, they, how they both approach this job Philip is you know taking this more intellectual approach of like well these are all just people like they're people in Russia and they're people here in America they're crazy they're crazy let's try to intellectualize this whole thing and see what's going exactly. on whereas Carrie Russell's like no they're the bad guys they're mm-hmm. evil they're, they want to kill us they're evil don't you know they're evil so there's, yeah. there's a real she's a real ideologue in that mm-hmm. sense and he's more of an intellectual you're, you, you know, yeah. Open, being yeah. yeah you're, you hit the so nail that's kind, on the that's, head. Kind of, that's kind of interesting and there. his priority is the family yeah and, and of course totally. there's a family in there but just I was just to settle this thing between you guys and well you, <laughs> my, my final word on this is I think you're both right I think that yeah. I, I think that um it's a progression, you know. I think it's a progression. I think mm-hmm. that she definitely was not feeling Philip at all. The car thing helped. I mean, I mean not the car, but her um, the, the thing in the car. The car sex. The, the car whole sex. murder and car sex helped. The murder and car sex. But I think she was. I think she's probably 
fifty percent. Well, I'm, I'm gonna say she's fifty percent trying to keep him there, but fifty percent starting to feel him as well. But I think obviously, so. these last two episodes, she's seeing him in a different light. Totally, because he is yeah. truly being that strong guy who she wants him to be, especially today. Yeah, like she's seeing him like, and he told her like, and he was right. We're, we're gonna, gonna do we're it my way, way. and like, he was oh. right. Right, he and put then, his foot and down, then, and then she had sex with him like right. the next oh, yeah. straight, straight to the because bedroom, which we knew that she would do. Because I think she looked at her kids. I think she came out in that moment, and and when her when her son was like, when did all of these millions of people die? And she realized that she could inadvertently or not right. be responsible for millions of people dying, maybe even her children. I think that's when she realized saw, realized that he was right, saw yes. his point of right. view, and really is starting to see him for the man that he is, which is kind of an extraordinary man. Yeah. She was 22, forced with him. She never dated anybody else. I mean, I thought right. what was cool about the affair was that it revealed just yes. how deep... Mm-hmm where Philip is coming from is and right. how hurt he was by that because he's never done that, never lied. Yep. And it forced her, it humanized her by revealing that she did have an intimate relationship with someone. That she's capable of it, yeah. That she's capable of it. And it forced her to being truthful because he basically was like, fine, I'm done with you. Forced her to actually get real and intimate with him. Right. Which yeah. escalated the relationship right. in that moment when she explained herself, I came here, I was with you, it was never that between us. Right. Yeah. And she forced him to admit that. Well, she tried it, to make up for it at the beginning of this episode. It was her idea to go on the little getaway. The little uh-huh. getaway was uh-huh. her idea. So. Cute. Cute. You know. Um we we talked about that just to tail end that conversation last time. We talked about her um you know, I mean basically repeating what you just said. She was not feeling it and then what I don't know. I just I think I agree with you on where the story is going, I think. Just maybe not where it was I starting. think what's going to be I think what's going to be interesting and and cool about the show is that it seems like it's really going to in a in a kind of like I don't know if the word is mature but real way develop this relationship yeah. and that they're, they're really, just starting out late you know, in the relationship. They're starting out late in it of to course. actually connect yeah. and have the romance, but it's really going to develop it. I think we're going to get really invested and then some kind of political event is going to come and throw around and rip them right. apart. Like yeah. we see them bicker and fight about things and obviously, yeah. you know, they take their home, their work home with them. Of course. And that's they why they say it, don't yeah. mix business and pleasure because mm-hmm. of that. And that's why don't talk politics with people that you love. And, yeah. you know, they're doing all of those things. Of right. course. So yeah. it's it's tricky. You know what I'd love to see, though? I would love to see some of their training. Yeah. I want to yeah. see more uh, of that. Right. I, it, it, we got a little bit of that with, uh, with, with flashback with um, Elizabeth, you know. And the, I know, but I want to see scene. more, right? Like how they too, lose yeah. their accent. Like how they become such great yeah. actors. Oh, where yeah. do they come up with these? Like they just have a script they come up with out of nowhere. Yeah. They're great improv actors. where do they get oh, yeah. these great disguises? When, <laughs> well, obviously <laughs> the wig store down the street. But I think it's funny that they do. You're right. They come, you know, in this episode, they, they walked up to that nurse and they had the whole, and then they gave yeah. her the little pin. I mean, right. they were like, They're bam, great. bam, bam. They had the government car, you know. They had, I mean, they they, all they said to us was, we need a government car. We're like, whoa, bam. Right. And then all of a sudden, Scene. they're like, hi, my name is this and this, and his name is this and this, and right. we just da, da, da. And it was like all just to get her to say, that's right. all of that, just to get her to say, no, he's fine. And then they're like, oh, let's go transmit I mean, can you imagine how crucial that one little moment is, yeah. you know, oh, in that gosh. story? Like, the what, the nurse just going, yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's back to what I, like, and I love about the show, the really the spy stuff. They Like, the intelligence gathering is real intelligence gathering. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. those tiny like, little okay, moments. Yeah, we, what do we have to do? Let's go she, find the nurse. And and then when she drove across the sorry, when she okay. drove the tiny moment made me think of that when she drove across the bridge and just reached out her hand and grabbed whatever that was stuck to the yeah 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 it's like the, the 
you blink and you miss right. it, but it's like all very relevant. She's like, yep, it's still on. There it's it is. Get our targets. And that's, like, I mean, you have to think that's who you would be targeting is the, like he does, the secretary yep. right. and the assistant and the, the person that doesn't think that they're important enough to spill the beans on anything big, but they are because they right. pick things up. And, and that's what's really interesting because the person that really does have all of the information knows they have it and they're right. not going to give it up unless you're giving them a blowjob in like an episode. Right. This is this is also <laughs> really interesting that they are. I'm assuming Change. yes, they're given they're given um, like certain commands that they need to do, or you you know certain okay, go do this, go do that. But also, I feel like that that meeting with that nurse that was just yeah. them. Like, all right, let's tap our resources. Yeah. How do we figure out who do we go to? Okay, this is the nurse that was on, you know, that was part of the staff that was helping the. Pre- they, the I they, would like to see some of that, like the brainstorming yeah. right. about the plan. For the next thing, I know. Right, I just think right. it's so interesting how they come up with and that. There's really only one way they could have done it, which was to have a government car and pose as government agents. Exactly. And, and they play it off like, "Oh, thank you for today." And by the way, the vice president thanks you for your work today. And by the way, here's a how's pen. the president? Great. We and do. here's a pin. And don't tell anyone. Yeah. <laughs> don't tell anyone this happened. That was great. And you know? yeah, I just think it's interesting to think that there nobody from Russia told them to do that. They're yeah. just like, this is what we need to do. Intelli- and intelli- right, intelli- this is the piece intelli- of information. Don't care how you get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we talk. Can we talk about? I mean, it's, it's, we have intelligence gathering yes. on that side. Let's talk about the with the the FBI. Yes. The intelligence mm-hmm. gathering on the FBI. Yeah. Side. You almost forget and about that. Well, yeah. well, because I mean, it's a and dual the, show. The, the FBI side. Just, I, I think the whole FBI side is interesting, but they're on the relationship tip of it, the the husband and wife across the street. I think what was mm. cool about what they introduced this week, other than that, it's like just very real, right. you know, in terms of a relationship. They've just totally grown distant. He doesn't feel he can't connect with her anymore. Is that what would it be, Philip and Elizabeth, because they are partners in spying? Because I was going to say crime. Yes, <laughs> here it is a crime. Hey. Because they are these partners in crime, it allows them to connect in a way that those two. You know, that drove a wedge between them because he was off doing this undercover. He was doing the exact same thing they are deep, 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 deep cover for five years. And it changed him. Of course. It made him a different human being and it made him unavailable to his wife. It's really funny to have that parallel. Yeah. Right, right. Because you think they're so different. You, you And you also think how horrible were the things that he had to do in that situation. Because yeah. wasn't he in, like, some crazy... What was he? He was, like, in a... I don't know. Where did he... he was, was he in a he gang? Was, Not a gang, no, but, like, he was uh, like... He was, like, in a white supremacist. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think, like, whatever, and, and he won't talk about it. No. No, he had yeah, to participate think, yeah. in their rituals and their things that they would do and their murders. And yeah, he, he didn't like it. I think somebody asked him in that one episode and said, like, did you have to kill people? And he was like, no, I think the guy was like, oh, what? I think one of his colleagues was joking right. and said, oh, what, was it just this, that, and the other? I don't remember. And he's like, no, a little deeper than that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, you know, that's a little right. More, that's right. Yeah. It's a little more real than what you're talking you about. You can tell uh, that there's some stuff brewing underneath his, the surface with him. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you really got to see he's it great. in that scene with he's his wife. He's great. Noah yeah. Emmerich, is that his name? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Emmerich. Yeah, he's fantastic. It was a great uh, th- this this um, this show, like we were talking about, has it, there's so many dualities here, like w- between Elizabeth and Philip, and between the Americans, the you know the FBI and the yeah. KGB, and and even here, it, it's so interesting to see. Um, you know, we've got all the action stuff happening, and then we've got all the emotional stuff happening. And there's always those really. That's when the really good acting comes out. We saw that last episode with. Um, Philip and Elizabeth in the alleyway when yep. you just brought that up when he was you know she said uh, he said you've never lied to me and yeah. all that our favorite scene great scene it was a great <laughs> scene and we had that again this episode yes and it was you know got really hectic with oh you know um, Elizabeth and Philip were in that 
the van and oh my god here's the cops like it, your heart gets racing in those sort of like uh, panic action moments but then it also brings you emotionally in in these great still calm well, it's, scenes it's fan- amazing in this giant show with the stakes are so high in the entire show it's Russia versus America it's yeah. spies it's nuclear war, weapons all yeah. this stuff it's war and the, the stakes are so high but the, the, uh, the most amazing moments most tense moments are between Elizabeth and Philip just standing and just, there and, and, the, and just working out the inner dynamics you of their feel, own relationship yeah you almost feel crazy. like they're at war with each other sometimes well yeah. they are but it's like it's just that tension mm-hmm. you know to, to be able to do what they do in that and also just they're, as they're Coming from different angles at it, so mm-hmm. that, that that that, and then they're in love. Or are they in love? And the whole thing yeah. is that, those that's the best part of the show to me. Yeah, totally. I also think what's inter- what's going to be interesting about them is to see you know what's more important, right? Yeah. Because as you know, their love is growing, and it seems to be quite important, especially this family you know little dynamic that they have going on. This what's going to be more important, the well, cause or the family? I mean, the big question with Elizabeth is, and I think we can kind of answer it with Philip, but not for sure yet, is is she ever going to love him as much as she loves Russia? And it doesn't look like that's the answer. I mean, I, think, I, I wonder if it's that, I wonder if it's that simple. I wonder, you know, I, I don't think it's pro- probably that simple for her or anybody that, that really has that level of commitment to whatever it is that they do. Right. I mean, and what she does, I don't know. I It was weird because I was watching it and I was thinking like, there's, there's some part of me that admires the ability to commit that deeply sure. to what you believe is the mm-hmm. greater good. Whether I think it's the greater good or not isn't the issue. You do. Yeah. and right. You know what I mean? I'm, and not, I'm not saying that it's in her mind it's that black and white. I'm saying as the storyline or as an audience member, you wonder, is she ever going to be able right. to love yeah. him like I she loves? Which, because which with is him, what drives it, Because too. with him, I would say, yeah, I mean, I think he might love her and his family and more, more than well, he's already, the cause. He's already, he's the already there. there. He's already out. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Right. So the, the, and he's talking yeah, about. the question with her is, is she ever going to get to well, that point? Like, I think that I'm the saying. only way that will happen is if her country fails her in some way or deceives her. I think that and I think they will when her kids come into play because right. that's her Achilles heel. Can yeah. They- can we talk about Nina? Because, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you can oh, talk think, about yeah. Nina. Um, somebody, somebody in this room just, has a huge crush on Nina, and yeah. I'm not going to point that person out. Oh, it's I'm me. I'm just going to say. Just I kidding. Know, it's Nina's, Nina's a really cool character because she also serves to give that other perspective. Yeah. You know, and she kind of gave us really important information tonight, yeah. too. And she's it's, she's sort of the middle. I mean, she was, she's you know, was KGB or is or was. Well, and now she's, she's almost she's, like a double agent. She's a double agent because, we're again, we're talking about this duality here between the the American and the Russian side of the show. Right. I didn't think and she she's, was KGB. No, I just she's thought she was KGB. Russian embassy. She oh, works at the embassy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. She yeah. Went, and she was swindling them. Right. Yeah. She was swindling them. She, she got caught. So now she has to work for the FBI, and it's very dangerous. But she was never KGB. Okay. But, but I think she's she, just caught but, in a bad situation. Yeah. But, but I was curious about what that exactly she was doing behind the scenes, though. Right. Well, at, where at the embassy? Yeah. Like what if she was. Well, the thing a spy? About, no, I think at I don't the think end. she'd be a spy so. within her own. No, but I mean, I didn't. Know, I just didn't know what she was doing behind the scenes. I mean, I guess not KGB, but I just didn't know. They never really allude to exactly what she was. Well, I think okay. So I think, like we've said, it's a parallel. So, so they're going to the nurse, right? They're going to like, I'm going to go find the nurse. I'm going to go find the secretary that works for right. the FBI, that makes sense. and I'm going to gather this information. 
the FBI is doing the same thing. Yeah. They're going to the person that they think is vulnerable um, in any part of the Russian sort of organization to try and gather information. And so she's they've tapped this girl to try and get information. Like, everybody wants the same question. They're like, what are the Russians doing? What are the Americans right. doing? Like, let's not blow up things, you yeah, know? Right. They're all trying to avoid this nuclear war. And so they're going to her, like, what are you hearing? You know, right. are mm-hmm. have you heard that anyone right. from Russia is behind this? Or do you, is something happening over there that we should know about? And she but had I think no she's, yeah, I mean, yeah, there was... Well, she had minimal. Well, you know, the, the reality she, is, yeah, she said her, we, we, she didn't think they were involved. The Russian embassy at, at that time, I mean, the, we were, I mean, the Russia was pretty much our enemy. So yeah. the Russian embassy at that time, everything they were talking about at that time is pretty much classified. Si- is classified, sensitive stuff as to how we're going to deal with our enemy. And so that's why it's valuable to have her there. Even when, so when he got shot, when Ray got shot, they were the whole office. You saw that embassy yeah. was buzzing and trying to figure mm-hmm. things out. They staff don't meetings, know. high level staff meetings of what yeah. are we going to do and what, how vulnerable are we? Is right. this a coup? And so when she suggested to the to the head of the, uh, the head of the embassy, I guess he's the head Russian ambassador. Yeah. When she suggested to him that I'm going to go to this bar where the Americans hang out and try to eavesdrop and see if I can find some information right. out, he's like, Yeah, by all means, go out. We can report. So she is. Sort of a de facto spy. Yeah. She's not a yeah, spy. Right. She's not KGB trained agent. Yeah, but yeah. she is a de facto spy because she is actually going out to get intel for Russia. That's, right. Yeah. You know, and, so. and it was right there for her. The yeah. Bar at the bar, like, like your boss r- sucks. Your boss is an idiot. It's Ooh. like the VP right. and the I know, right? And the Secretary of State's like staff arguing with each other, which they I thought just was pretty happened funny. Happened to be there because you know. Well, actually, to me, I felt like that was seemingly pretty possible. You know what that I mean? Could, that yeah, that argument course, would take place. It'd be like us going into a restaurant in LA, and surprisingly, someone's talking about movies or their boss who's like a celebrity or whatever it is that was the area they were in it's totally plausible that that could happen clearly it's not like i don't know but it is you have a theory about her though don't you yeah that's my prediction i'm saving it oh you're just to finish on that i love i I love the whole you know we're getting deep into that level of mistrust well first of all again it's a storytelling device nina's interesting because she gives us the the FBI perspective, mm-hmm. and but she also gives us a peek inside that embassy, embassy mm-hmm. so we right. know what they're speaking, what, what they're doing. This is stuff. What's happening in that embassy is stuff that uh, that um, our um, that Philip and Elizabeth don't necessarily know. Oh yeah, no, yeah. So they it's don't. Kinda, so yeah. it's kind of cool for us to be able to see inside see the embassy. That, yeah, she's see that perspective of it as well. She's the you know? straddle there, of right? Which right. Which is, and yeah. we're afraid for her at the same time, of course, yeah. because cool. when um, Stan was going to meet her and they had to walk right by each yes. other because she was being tailed by her own right. people. I mean, no one trusts anybody at this exactly. time. It's crazy. You don't and trust she your might not be KGB trained or whatever, but they both like made eye contact with each other and were like, uh-uh, don't do it and walked right by. Oh, how yeah, do you no. even know yeah. how to do that? So, but no, she, yeah. like, I'm saying, so there's yeah. something... I feel, like, I feel like, I don't know, I think I could do that. I think I could do a little... But I mean, you know, I think, I think yeah. anybody could pick think that, I'd probably that little bit up. That does speak to the, the, the like you said, Jen. I think that's just self preservation. Right. The paranoia. The paranoia within that's also Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know that if you knew that you were told by somebody who was like basically running your show all of a sudden now, you need to be here to talk to me. What would not make her just stop in front of because, him? Because she understands where she is. I mean, she's a smart woman. I think it's very clear that she's an intelligent woman. She's the one that said, like, that's. This is how it happens. One little mistake is how it happens. Mm-hmm. There's wisdom in that. I think that if you are working for an embassy in a hostile country, I think if any one of us was working in an embassy in, I could name a lot of countries right now, that would be a hostile environment for us to be working in as, as an American and dangerous. That's what Argo was potentially about. Potentially dangerous. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You would be smart enough to know that 
in that situation, don't stop because that can equal your death like that. I mean, yeah. she so what gets made it. her stop? Just the eye contact you're saying. Yeah. What, well, what made her stop? Or what, did, what did, stop she, I mean. she knew she was being followed, and I so she said, "Don't." Oh well, see, yeah. I, yeah. Well, this one I don't know. So that that, that was I, I, didn't I don't know. I don't know that she. I, I don't she was know being that. Followed. I don't know that she. I don't know if he saw the tail. And I he think gave he her did. the eye, or she knew that she was being tailed. That's what I'm saying. I read it like he saw the tail, and she and he gave her the eye. But I I saw him. They they they. It was a over the shoulder shot on him making eye contact. They didn't know. I don't know that if she got that or not. That's what I'm saying. She did because she kept walking. Right, but in the moment you don't see her react. So you're like, oh, what she gonna do? The guy in the window saw it. He was like, he's wanting to. He's hoping that they said he saw it. He's he's trying to. And they don't have the like earpiece, so they can't. Honestly, think that's just self preservation. You know how dangerous what you're doing is. You know that that's a trained FBI agent, and if he shakes his head like bitch. Yeah. Me. Lady, <laughs> don't stop. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, I didn't even see him I'm signal anything. Like, I didn't see him shake his head. I think That's that what I'm saying. This, she only would have stopped if he look, stopped. I completely right. agree with you, Roth. Of course, she's not an idiot, and she's not. I'm just saying, what went down to make her know that? Of course, I don't think, she, A, she was did not know she was he being followed. Her. And B, <laughs> she did not really, he did not really make a signal. <laughs> I, think I saw if a he look stopped. of, like, terror on his face. I think, yes, I think she was waiting for him. In my moment, that's what I was thinking. She was like, if he doesn't tell me to stop, then I don't even want to have this conversation with him anyway. So I'm just going to keep walking away. Right. I mean, it was his I play. don't think that she was like, I'm being followed and I have to walk by and I'm going to signal to him. No, hell right. no. She didn't know what the hell was going on. That's a great I'm signal. Sorry. You just didn't I know. I know. <laughs> but it's very interesting, though, because every single person in the story has a side. And yeah. they're, it, it, they, you know, whether it's an emotional thing or whether it's, you know, a job thing, we're straddling the fence between the story and emotional through all, the whole entire episode and right. through the whole entire season so far. And I think that's what makes this show right. so, so good. And we love to debate about right. it because there's so much to debate about. And right. we want to hear American. you. How American. <laughs> If you go to iTunes and rate and comment, oh, we were please. in Russia. We'd all be shooting each other, right? No debate. Um, I win the debate. But no, but yet, yeah, right. yet, da, yet is yet. my favorite da, word. Da, but since we're not and we're in America, we would love to hear what you have to say. So go to iTunes and yes. rate and comment and continue the conversation. Keep it going. Tell a friend. Five stars is what we like over here. Five and we, and answers to our questions or yeah. maybe some historical facts that we didn't cover. We yeah. could be missing tons of things too. The show is chock full of things. So I if there's anything, I know everything. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> one of our YouTube viewers actually wrote in about what that box was that it was a transmitter. Right. And thank you for that because yeah, somehow we missed it. See, so, so there's things that we love to hear from you guys. So thank you so much for you know listening and watching and please and almost on. calling, almost and, uh, calling. Thank you for that caller. We don't know what happened. And also you right. can what are what is everybody's Twitter because people can just tweet us tweet during us live the during the show and we'll, yeah. I do that all the time and answer back during the show what's your Twitter at Joe K Braswell at Joe K Braswell at Jen the Jew and I am at Lauren Leonelli I'm at Roth Cornett, R-O-T-H-C-O-R-N-E-T. I swear people maybe don't know what you just said. Jen, Jen the Jew. Yeah, Jen. that's yeah. true. That, it's real. Jason Jen Jim. the Jew. You heard it right. Jim, heard it right. Jim, Jim the Jew. It's not a joke. It's real. So She's Jen. Follow. She's a Jew. Follow and tweet. Thank you very much. All right. Well, I think we should probably move on to some little news and gossip, shall we? Sure. After Buzz TV News. So now, as I said last week, there's never a ton of news surrounding this show other than it's on the air. And Carrie Russell was once a Mickey Mouse Club member. Yes. <laughs> she Felicity. I watched that. And, and Felicity. Felicity. Yeah. And so, you know, some of the things that are out there are just article um, interviews with the cast 
And uh, recently, Carrie Russell did one about the fact that she is no longer a Mickey Mouse Club member mm-hmm. and Felicity, and now she's on TV giving blowjobs. Um, so she did that with my. She did that for IGN. Yeah, yeah, a bunch. I mean, I would assume that the questions are probably pretty similar. You know, what's it like no longer being squeaky clean? Well, she, you know, it's it's interesting. We talked about this too. We're so used to seeing Carrie Russell be like the meek, quiet girl, like in Felicity or even in movies that she's been in. And here we get to see her be a badass, pull a gun out and shoot a security guard point blank in the head, and then cover the splatter with a little tissue thing. I mean, amazing. Yeah. So yeah, so she is saying that she's enjoying, you know, not being so squeaky clean anymore and playing this alternate role and she also won best hair for an award recently she does have good hair she it's has amazing hair. hair and that is why it was a travesty in felicity when she cut it off yeah. oh, i'm sorry Put that was that should have never happened never. killed the show killed when the she show. killed her hair jumped the shark when they cut the hair off oh yeah. yeah um but so speaking of some of the other characters in the show roth you had some information about matthew reese barely you know i i spoke to him super briefly at the tcas at like a cocktail party and he said a lot of the things that we already know about how you know his character is going to continue to be conflicted as the season goes on about how he is 100% committed to the family and she's an idol. We spoke about his experience of the thir- of the Cold War. He's Welsh, which was mm-hmm. also pretty interesting. Uh-huh. But he did say this. He said that that dynamic between them is going to be escalating to a huge confrontation Love by the that. end of the season. So I don't know what that means. We'll find out. But we will maybe make some predictions about that. What? Yeah. All right. Is that all for our news and gossip? Okay. Well, then let's That's move it. on to our predictions. Mm. Now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Well, I have a prediction about Nina. Uh-huh. Do it. I think when Nina met Stan in the car, finally, and they had a little combo, and she alluded to the fact that she, you know, she doesn't know for sure, but that she didn't think that the Russians were involved in this assassination attempt. I, I pick up. I tend to pick up on some subtleties here. And in that situation, I picked up on a little ST. That's what we like to call sexual tension. Oh. And I think that... <laughs> Is that what we call it? <laughs> Stan, <laughs> that's what we call it. Little ST. And I think that, that Stan was giving it off a little bit more than she was. He's in the position of power. And also, we found out later that Stan and his wife don't have a very like close relationship anymore so I think right. that he could be a little lonely and I think that only furthered my feeling of that little meeting in the car and I totally think that Stan and Nina are going to have the sex. This is how people become multicultural because right. then they mix exactly. and then there are little baby and Russian Americans really, and that's right. what makes the world go round. That's exactly. Right. It all starts with a little ST. That's right. <laughs> it does start with it ST. <laughs> I agree. I will second that. Thank you very much. I second that nomination. Jen the Jew. Oh, I have a prediction. Oh, okay, yes. And I kind of said it earlier. So <laughs> no, sorry, right, Joe. No, I think go. I just keep just stealing your no, no, lines. Go. Um, but I do think, as I said earlier, that there will be some conflict. Like you had also mentioned, Roth, that their relationship will get stronger, Elizabeth and Philip, and it will sort of be like a relationship versus country thing, where if their country screws up, yep. it will you know make them even closer and them against their country and and. You know, I feel like, you know, when in conflict, you sort of, what is that? Not Stockholm Syndrome, but you're like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Everything's heightened. Yes. Yeah. So their relationship They're will be emotional. heightened. Right. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Right. I have okay. to use my hands to say these things. I, I, I can't get there otherwise. For those of you listening, she's using her hands. For those of you watching, you can see. <laughs> well, my, I'm sorry. No, yeah. no you go no. ahead. My prediction is obviously very, very similar. But more specifically, I think that we're going to have some sort of showdown slash confrontation continuing between Elizabeth and Philip. But I think it will really come. I think it will come through um, 
I call him Flirt Mags from, uh, but uh, Margot Martindale. What's uh-huh. her name? I love Claudia. Yeah. Mags. I was going to Flirt Mags from Justified. <laughs> from Justified. But, but, uh, yeah. Granny. Claudia, Granny, yeah, because Granny, she, who was great in this episode, by oh, the way, yeah. she was great. But I think that she's she, great one line. Another she's scene, great. another yeah. great scene, between, another great still scene. the two scene. women, you know, kind of like, I, I did this back in the day. Mm-hmm. I've had your training, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think she's going to really come down with some orders that will sort of really really conflict them. Yeah. Well. She yeah. is not to be trusted, by the way. She's going to say, I need Margaret you to do Martin something. Yeah. Never. I know, I, know, I know you can do this, Carrie Russell. You're going to have to do this. Philip, not so much, but you and I are women. We, you can do and this. And I think that might have been a little manipulation happening yeah. there, too. Yeah. Absolutely. That that's, that's why she went to her and not yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. So I, we'll see. When she said that when if this goes down, you'll do well. Yeah, yeah I, I think so will. too. I think that they know because there are reports on him and she's made reports on him before. So they right. know that Philip's a little shaky and they're trying mm-hmm. to make sure she's still in the fold. Right. Exactly. Um, I, you know, I, I have a very simple prediction that the, that the it's all about the relationships that um that the teenagers that's going to start to oh, yeah. play a more complex role as How very homeland. I know, yeah. but it is mm-hmm. very homeland. But I also liked what she said tonight about them looping the same scene over and over again. Uh-huh. And though she apologized and I understood why because it seemed like she was being cavalier about it, mm-hmm. there was something interesting about that about media and right. how that yep. started to change yep. and affect things. So that made me wonder, oh maybe they're going to start to get in pepper in some of that about sure. media too and how that's affecting the Cold mm-hmm. War. And TV's right around the corner. But you're, right the they corner. are right around the corner, but you're yeah. predicting that the, the daughter and the, the next-door neighbor boy son get together. Right. I am, a little bit. Well, they, well they, I think it's uh, they already are kind of like this. Together, but oh, yeah. They, they, did, they, felt like they did tease something in that thing, which which is has to be relevant, the fact that his dad is Secret Service. Right, yeah. So that has to... Mm-hmm. That has to be relevant. And then, but, be relevant. I, but I also, like, my dual prediction is that they will, the show will also... How many predictions do you have? Here? It's two. <laughs> you're it's only that, allowed it's, one. It's that the kids are getting together and that the media... They're kind of the same they that the media will start to play more of a role. I hope so because that's more interesting. It is, and it'll totally. make, and we'll get to see some fun little uh, blasts from the past if they do that too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing those clips because know. you know, obviously, uh, we, some of us were very young then, yeah. so to yeah. see it again as though it's happening, it's kind of yes. like I'm learning even more about what think, already happened. It makes you, you think just about me old. Yeah. I it was so not directed at you, but now it is. <laughs> it makes you think about what was going on behind the scenes in a real moment in time. Yeah, and it makes right. it very interesting, and that's why we love the show, and we love you guys for watching and tuning in so thank you so much for doing that and we have the band back together this week Yay, band. Yay. Um, so you know uh, like we said please rate and comment us on iTunes tweet us and you can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter Facebook Instagram and my website you can find me at Jen the Jew on Twitter Instagram and JenniferGolden.com and oh what your YouTube video Oh, and I'm also in the Women of LA YouTube video. <laughs> in case you it. haven't seen it, I don't know who you are that hits. hasn't seen it. 800,000 800, hits. That's right. Um, <laughs> I have some videos on I have a, uh, I, I, they, I went up to ILM. I have a piece on ILM, Star Sweet. Wars, and Lucasfilm on Grantland.com, ESPN's Grantland.com. It this guy. premiered last Thursday. The next one airs tomorrow, every Thursday, Grantland.com. And I'm also here, um, the following, and justified in this show as You're well. busy. Nice. And watch Extra because I'm there too. What? And uh, He's all it. over the place. At Joe K. Braswell. Yeah. I'm also on TV. I'm not on TV at all. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter though at at Raw Carnet, and you can find my work on IGN.com. If you like geek stuff, you will like IGN. Yay for the geeks. I'm a geek. <laughs> all right. We will see you guys next week. Bye. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the afterbuzz tv network 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 